What's good, Chiefs Kingdom? We are back for another great episode today. Chiefs training camp has officially opened up as the rookies and quarterbacks reported earlier in the week. And then uh, today the veterans have reported and training camp will officially start for them this weekend. It's going to be a great one. And we're also going to do our final position review. We got quarterbacks and then we're also going to talk to special teams. We didn't really get into that last year with the position reviews, but we're going to do it this this year because special teams is a part of the game, too. Uh, again, it's going to be a great episode. So with that being said, welcome to the Keem Connect podcast. This is the Kansas City Chiefs podcast. You're the host and producer, Eric Lupartis. You guys already know who I am. I'm a certified health and performance trainer. My training program is called Empowering Lifestyles. You guys can go ahead and find that content via Facebook and Instagram. Again, my training program is called Empowering Lifestyles. Uh, my motto is strong mind equals a strong body. All right, Chiefs Kingdom, we're going to go ahead and get on with this uh, episode of Kingdom Connect. We are on episode 87 of the podcast. We are recording this episode on Friday, July 21st. Hope you guys all have been having a good week. It's been a few few days since we've been on the podcast, about 11 to be exact. Um, but training camp is here. We are officially here. When training camp starts, that's when football starts to me. Uh, the rookies reported on the rookies and quarterbacks reported on Tuesday, and they just started practice on Wednesday. Um, and then the vets just started reporting today. So, you know, they wanted to get the rookies in there, kind of get them a little uh, fresh start uh, from mini camp last month and well, a little over a month ago. And, uh, you know, get the quarterbacks out there warming up with them, because once the vets get in there, the rookies already kind of need to know what's going on. Everything needs to be up to par because, if they were getting in with the vets, then, you know, the rookies would kind of hold the vets back just because of how much they would need to catch the rookies up. You know what I mean? So they give the rookies a few like few days of practice. Um, and obviously they want the quarterbacks in there because they need somebody throwing the ball. Um, and they don't want just one guy out there because usually there would just be typically one rookie quarterback. But there's only four quarterbacks on the roster that they brought on. Maybe they brought another guy on. I know uh, uh, we're going to obviously get in the quarterback review when we do the position review segment, but um, I really don't remember how many quarterbacks they brought. I know they only showed the four of uh, uh, Chris Aludicon, um Shane Bouchel, uh, <clears throat> and uh, Blaine Gabbard and Pat, obviously, so. Guys, I apologize. This is what happens when I take some time off the podcast. I get a little um, spacey, so, you know, I have to get in my mode. It's off-season, you know, so I try not to, you know, overwhelm myself this off-season like I did last year when it was obviously the first season, so I, I get it. You know, I was trying to get episodes out there as quickly as possible, but I've been kind of taking some time in between each episode because – you know why I'm trying to gather a lot of information before I, you know, really throw it out there because at some point I was just going to start like making up shit and I just really didn't want to have to do that. I want to actually get content out there of what, what's actually going on. So 
Um, I apologize. Once we get actually into the season, when we start dropping episodes like we did on a regular basis twice a week, that's when I'll get my groove back. So bear with me. We're all good. This is the Keen Connect podcast, guys. I, I freaking love my fans. The, the, the people who give me love and show me love on this podcast, I appreciate every single one of you guys. You guys are awesome. Um, the ones who follow the uh, podcast and the content on social media, I know I'm not super active on there, but I try to post as much as I can. So, um, guys, I really appreciate it. Really do. All right. So, like I said, the vets, um, they're reporting today. So they'll start practice, I believe, tomorrow. Yeah, they're doing OK. W- what was told they're doing conditioning tomorrow. Everybody will be doing conditioning because the vets need to get in there. Um and obviously, like I said, the, the rooks have been practicing with the quarterback. So they're up to par. And then the full team practice will start on Sunday. Um, and then they'll have their team. I want to say they're going to have their full team meeting today. Like, the, you know, how they normally do. Uh, like Clark Hunt talks to the full team and stuff like that. I'm sure they've already done all this. Um, I Is the fran- I don't know if the franchise is coming back. I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if it if it was or not. Usually, well, usually it would start at some point. I don't know. I need to actually get on YouTube and start looking up some of the uh, Chiefs content on their page because I know they've been posting stuff and I really haven't been keeping up with it. It's work. A lot of sessions have been running with clients. So um, even though summers can kind of be a little bit slow, I've been still running some sessions. So we're we're busy here. So I'm trying to get my, you know, this is my, you know, my hobby, my love, this isn't my actual job. So, you know, I have to, you know, give my job it's real time and then get to this whenever I can. So, all right. So I want to say the biggest thing everybody's worried about right now is Chris Jones's deal. That is the biggest thing. Um, and I'll agree that I, I was hoping that they would have did it on the day that they did it a year ago. And that was the 14th, which was exactly a week ago. That was my prediction. It didn't happen. That's okay. Sometimes predictions don't. That's why it's called a prediction. Doesn't always guarantee. Doesn't mean guarantees. Um, so there's been a lot of reports out there that, you know, it's going to happen. Everybody's like saying it's going to happen. Well, Obviously, Chris hasn't reported yet. At least nothing has happened, and he's not going to report until there's a deal signed. Unless he's, like, in the building to actually ink, you know, sign the damn deal, which I believe is going to happen. Guys, I'm not worried. I mean, you know, a lot of people are still panicking and thinking that he's not going to get signed. I, Why would you let a guy like this just walk? You know, he is your guy on defense. You you didn't, you know, you didn't draft anybody to replace Chris Jones because there is nobody that can replace Chris Jones. So you can't sit there and say, oh, well, we'll just figure it out in the draft. There's no one like Chris Jones. You pay him. He's going to be your guy on defense. You know, whatever the numbers are, Quinn Williams got his deal. So that was the that was the last that was the last link. There's no other D tackles in the league to be paid but Chris Jones. This is his year. Kid him paid. Do it now. Add money to the cap. We can sign a couple guys. Bring back Carlos Dunlap possibly, and maybe someone else. Who knows? Um, just get it done, Veach. I know you. I know they will. 
um, Brent Tillis, uh, uh, Mark, not Mark Donovan, Brent Tillis, um, shoot, uh, gosh, um, haven't lost train of thought of the, the office people, um, Berganzi and Tillis and Veach and all his guys just get it done, man. Announce it. That's what we're all waiting for. We're all waiting for. I'm waiting for the ball to drop. Um, and like I just keep refreshing Twitter and you know just to see when it's gonna pop because Twitter is like the database for all of us to get our information uh, with Chiefs content. And you know Chiefs Twitter is crazy and I love it. So, um, yeah, that's the biggest thing right now with uh, Chiefs Keenum. We're waiting on that deal to come back, come out. Uh, another thing, no D-Hop. I understand a lot of Chiefs fans wanted him to be here. I said, hey, it would be nice, but he's just luxury. He's not a need. And looking at the deal, I'm glad we didn't sign him. What was it? Two years, thirty-two million, sixteen a year, or up to thirty-two? I think he's got like what twenty, freaking twenty-eight guaranteed, up to thirty-two million in incentives. Like, come on now, we weren't gonna pay that. And you know what? If you look back at it, the moment that Odell Beckham signed that deal in Baltimore, it was over. That that the the moment that he signed that deal, you knew D Hop was going to be looking for a number close to that, and the Chiefs were not going to be dishing that money out to receivers. Like, no, 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 no. Why? Why? You know. So it 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 just wouldn't make any sense uh, to do so. You know, not that he's not talented. D Hop is very talented, but that age it, it, it's worrisome. You know. He chose he chose Tennessee. Look, I will say that receivers go there to die. Usually receivers that we know of past that have, were talented usually end their career there. I don't know why. I don't know why Tennessee is the place like the just to go and finish your last stop because you have guys like you know Randy Moss, who I think actually gave one more. I think he actually tried to go play for San Francisco after that, and I don't think it really worked out. Um, and then you had, uh, who else you had, you had Andre Johnson. Then you obviously had Julio Jones recently, but you know, Julio Jones just recently played for the bucks, but you know, these guys are washed. These guys aren't, you know, they're, they finished their, essentially finished their careers there. I will forever believe that receivers go there to die. There's a reason why they didn't want to pay AJ Brown because it's just, it's too much. You know, even though it's weird that they just dished out money, a little bit of money to a, a 30 year old receiver. So I don't understand their their thought process. But that general manager who traded uh, A.J. Brown is obviously fired. You know, he's not even with the team anymore. So this is a new regime. Again, no D hop. What does it mean for the team? We can sign other guys because we didn't dish out all that money to a 30 year old receiver. So kudos to him for landing a contract. Chiefs Kingdom should not be tripping because, look, players, they only care about money. I understand that people want them to say, well, why don't you come out and admit that, you know, it's about the money, you know? And sometimes I wish they would, you know, to be a little bit more authentic, a little bit more real, because, you know, at the same time, that's what it's about. Most of these guys look at it this way, like, hey, 
they understand that winning a Super Bowl is like one of the hardest things to do in the NFL. They understand that most of the time they can't control that. They only can control what they can control, you know, unless, you know, like if you're a quarterback, you know, it's a little bit different. You know, there's a little bit more better situations, but, you know, obviously you have to be in the right situation. And some players understand if they're a pro- if they're a casualty of their environment, then they're going to be looking for the most money. And it, they're already getting life changing money as it is. And I know that we look at like, hey, why do you want 10 million? And when you can just get five, when we think five million is a lot of money, because, yeah, it's a lot of money to us. But when they get used to those type of those type of numbers, five million becomes like five dollars to them. I, I mean, they, essentially, that's how they are like, that's how they start looking at it. It starts becoming a number that doesn't essentially mean anything because they want more, you know, because they understand that 15 million is obviously a lot more than 5 million, you know, it's, it's crazy. And you know, the thing is they have to keep supporting their already lifestyle. If they, you know, D hop's been in the NFL for what about 10 seasons now going on 10th year he has to keep supporting his lifestyle for whatever that that has to be. And he has to support his. So I ain't mad at him to do this is his last contract. He's not going to get this type of money no more. Once he once this dish is out, you know, if he continues to play, it's going to be one year vet men deals after that. Um. <clears throat> meanwhile, uh, the quarterback show on Netflix, uh, that was that's good. I we haven't finished yet. We have one more episode to go, or maybe episode and a half. I can't remember. Um, but we're we're about close. We're you know I'm I'm pretty slow with like series and stuff, but it's really good. Um, you you learn a lot. I mean, not I mean obviously we learn a lot from Mahomes. We understand who he is, and obviously a great. We've seen it all, and we love our guy. And you know we, we can watch that all day and. Um, the one thing that I take away from him is that it just I already knew he had that dog in him and I already sensed that he just was a guy who talks shit on the field. I just kn- already can feel that from him. But this was just clear proof and it was really cool to see and just cool to see, you know, how fun he was having, you know, as playing quarterback. I mean, he made quarterback look look cool in this in this show, look, you know, playing quarterback in the NFL looked fun. Kirk Cousins, on the other hand, <laughs> the man made it look like you would rather be doing something else, like working a, a regular nine to five. You know, and it it ultimately made me have a lot more respect for him because, you know, of how much hits he was taking, all that pain he endured all season long. He's not a mobile quarterback. He knows that, you know, he'll run if he has to in certain circumstances, but he He's generally a pocket guy, and he got hit a lot. He was sacked a lot. You know, it, it makes you wonder, and I forget, Minnesota has had one of the worst offensive lines, what, the last, as far as, like, pass protection. Their run blocking is all right because of Dalvin Cook, but let's be honest, how much is that Dalvin Cook creating him himself? Um, You know, so, you know, at the end of the day, I – you know, I, I think Kirk Cousins, you know, he he was real. And I, 
he just looked like just an, a normal guy, like just an average guy. You know, he walking in the, the, the library and, you know, no one was, you know, maybe there was some people that, you know, knew who he was, but they seemed like they're very respectful up there in Minnesota. We're like, yo, we're, you know, let, that's Kirk Cousins, but we're not going to go over there and mess with him. Um, or maybe people just weren't familiar because he just blends in just like that because they just they blend in as like an average family. And that's that's cool. I, I love that about them. Um, you know, his, and I, I really love how his wife was like, look, I've heard it all. I don't care. I love my husband. I love being out there and supporting him. And that's, that's all you want. And that's the same thing for Brittany. You know, you still have people who want to hate because they just want to find a reason to hate Patrick because they know you can't hate on his game. So the only thing that you're going to do is you have to go personal. That's, when you can't hate on someone statistically because you know how great they are or how they, well they perform, you're going to have to go personal with it. They hate his wife because of her being authentic, showing her support, showing her love for her husband and being his ride or die and number one support just because some wives choose not to be as active. Gosh, I mean, the woman owns a freaking soccer team. She has to be an active figure in herself anyways. You guys act like she's just a nobody that sits at home who's just run, running her mouth on social media. That's not even it. The girl is literally a a face, a person. She is literally building a name for herself. I'm not saying she is as high as her husband, as a superstar status as her husband, but she's doing stuff. She's not like she's not a nobody to her community. Literally, Patrick Mahomes and Brittany are the king and queen of Kansas City, the Metro. They run the Midwest, essentially. Um, you know, and obviously he's, he's the best player in the world. So fuck the haters. I don't give a damn. Um, loved everything, you know, about the show with Patrick and, uh, Kirk. Now Marcus Mariotti on the other hand, other hand, I felt bad most of the time just because I just didn't think he needed to be in the show but I understand why I don't think they knew that he was going to leave the team, but they had to, you know, they had to incorporate, you know, it in. I didn't think they were going to really mention it. I thought they were just going to like, Whoa, like we didn't expect this to happen. And then like, he was just going to be done. But, um, I, you know, I think they really don't show him much more after this because after he left the team, I mean, he got the surgery done and, you know, I had his kid and that was it. And they kind of showed him kind of just, you know, just being for his kid. And he said he just didn't know what the future. But he's with the Philadelphia Eagles right now is what it looks like as as their uh, backup. So um, that's that's cool for him. But the one thing I will say, and some people were like, well, you should have never walked in or walked out of your team. Come on now. They literally they literally benched him. They should now. Here's my opinion. They should have did it a lot sooner. They should have did it before the bye week, when they went on that losing streak. They should have already started putting him. They should have already put in. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, Ritter. And they chose to wait, and they did it the day after his wife gave birth to their first child. And that I thought that was fucked up. So I see why he left the team. I mean, he was like, yo, like, that's, that's, no, I'm, I'm not going to be here. Like, 
it's one thing mention me. I'm gonna respect that because you know he probably sensed it was coming. You know, but why would you do it then? That it just didn't make any sense to do that, and I just didn't. You know, so I I understood why he he dipped. I wasn't mad at him, and I think this gave a clear perspective of why he did. And you know, he ended up getting some surgery done, so you know, getting some cleanup stuff. So I guess that. You know, that give, gave him kind of a reason just to, you know, kind of get away, I guess. But, um, yeah, we got to finish it. So, uh, so far, it's been good. I really love the training that Bobby and Pat were doing, the A, B, and C day. Uh, very interesting stuff. Some things that, you know, I may, you know, try to incorporate um, in some of my, my training, my work with my people, because um, I work with some athletes and stuff, and that, you know, the lot of the stuff that he did. And the one thing that Bobby Bobby's a very, very great motivator. I, I listen to him and uh, sometimes on his uh, IG lives and then uh, when he's talking and then some of the content that he's he's posting, especially with Patrick. And then the, this close up on uh, on quarterback was really was really great. So uh, and I will forever live by the fact that Bobby Stroop is Pat, not only Patrick's personal trainer, he is Patrick. Patrick Mahomes' burner account on Twitter because that dude goes the bat for him on everything. When it's season, I mean, he'll start, he'll talk a little bit of shit during the offseason, but when it's in season, Bobby Stroop is on people's heads. That man is out there spitting facts for Pat, and I fucking love it. I fucking love it. That dude's out there just fucking cooking people. Um... All right, so we didn't really talk about this, uh, you know, or when it happened, because obviously I didn't get an episode out. But the ESPYs recently happened, and if if people didn't hate the Chiefs, then they definitely hate us now because we won pretty much the the I don't want to say the the main awards, but I mean they pretty much the main awards if you're calling it that way. Because Patrick Mahomes won Best Male Athlete. And Patrick Mahomes won Best NFL Player. And then the Kansas City Chiefs won Best NFL Team. Or Best Team, I should say, not an NFL Team. And um, and that because that's all sports. And that was the uh, 2023 ESPN SPs, and that was great. That was awesome. Uh, and Chris Jones, seen up there, Chris Jones giving that speech. You know, that that right there, that speech made me believe that there was already him telling like, hey, the contract's going to be, this is what it's going to be. We're just waiting for you to get here and we're going to have you wait to the last second to sign it or some shit. You know that because the the way he said and he talked in that speech, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have been there. I don't think he wouldn't have if he knew there wasn't a contract on the table, because I just think, guys, sometimes the. You know, I miss I know he missed the the mandatory mini camp and stuff like that, you know, whatever. Um, and I'm sure they probably told him like, hey, dude, don't you know fucking be here, bro. We're not worried about that. Um, you know, he's been out, he's been tweeting out there. He's he's gonna get his contract. We're gonna be good. But Thespies, that was that was great, you know, to watch, see us win all those awards. Um actually missed the speech initially with the the best team award because i thought it was over i had forgot they had that award left because it just kind of went over the past time that it was said it was going to be done and i was getting tired and um and then i just noticed it on online right before bed and i was just like ah shit so i had to like kind of find shit to rewatch it and stuff but it was dope 
Um, just it just a testament of showing you know the greatness of Patrick Mahomes. Had a great year. He had a phenomenal year. Just two time, you know, winning a second championship, winning a second Super Bowl MVP, regular season MVP. Um, and then obviously these two awards at the SBs, and then you know, d- dominating the league by um, not only sweeping his division for the second time. I want to say is the second time in his career. Yeah, because both times we did it, we won the Super Bowl, um, and uh, having the most total yards for a quarterback um, in NFL history, breaking the Peyton Manning's record. Um, and he and he didn't do it with the passing, but he did. He, you know, he added adding the legs and the running because Peyton didn't really have the running ability. He didn't have the running ability like that. Peyton mostly came from his arm, but uh, Pat did it for total yards, which was dope. Um, <clears throat> what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, speaking of ESPN, so they they recently did their uh, rankings. Um, for uh players of their each of their position and stuff like that uh going into this coming season um obviously for quarterbacks they had pat at number one um and then tight ends they had trav at number one um and then for guards and off and for they did interior all interior offensive linemen which was including centers and guards uh they had joe tooney at number two and I would think Zach Martin was number one, maybe. I couldn't remember. I don't have the list pulled up. I'm not going to pull it up. I have most. Of, I have the our important stuff in our note in my notes. Um, and they had Joe Tooney at number two, and then they had Creed Humphrey at number eight. I think I think they should have bumped Creed up a little bit, but I get it, just because. I mean they they were including, you know, like I said, guard and centers, and there's there's lot more dominant guards in the league than there are centers because I've got to consider there's two different guard positions and there's only one center position. (laughs) So, um, yeah. And, uh, they had created number eight, if you're including and Jason Kelsey was obviously, um, up there too, uh, because he, you know, they have him still at number one with the, being the first best, uh, center, um, but you know, when he retires, I mean, Creed's already, you know, Creed's kind of pretty much playing up there, to, you know, as far as like that elite level. Um, but they're just, they're going to keep giving Jason his all pros and, you know, until he retires because, you know, of his name, the respect, you know, he's still playing at a high level and you can't take that away from him. Um, and you know, but Creed is essentially the next like great center that's going to be good for a while. Um, you know, there's other great centers in the league, but there's no one like Creed and Jason right now. That's just what it is. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. I didn't mean to cough in the mic. I apologize if I hurt your guys' ears. Um, and then Chris was number two for defensive tackles. And then Nick Bolton was number eight for list of linebackers. I would have bumped Nick a little bit up. I get it just because they probably the most of the guys they had on there was some coverage guys, and that's not really Nick's fortitude. He's a down. He's a downhill. I don't want to say old school linebacker. Like he can move in some spots, but you know he you know he is that typical. You know I would say, you know, he's a typical downhill guy. You want him to be downhill because that's his strength but he's he's fast with it 
Um, and then honorable mentions were Sneed and Trey Smith um, and then Juwan Taylor when he played for the Jags and then Justin Reed for us last year. So um, that's pretty cool. Um, so far, uh, you know, so far in training camp, the highlights have pretty much just been Pat really just kind of dishing some dives out there to the rookies. Uh, gosh, I forget the guy's name. Um, that's been kind of uh, Remigio. Yeah, Nikita Nikita Remigio, the guy. A lot of a lot of people are just you know got a lot of hype around him. He's just the next training camp hype guy, like we always have every year. Um, you know, and Justin Justin Ross is going to get his hype too. It's just what it is. Um, and who who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Um, but, um, as far as like the rookies go, uh, the defense, defense, uh, rookies on the defense have been playing extremely well. Conrad Coburn, um, Felix and Adike, they're, they've been killing it out here. It was cool to see, uh, Felix and Wani Morris kind of going up against each other at the press conferences because, you know, they went up against each other in uh, college, you know, they're, they're boys or teammates now, but it's just, you know, they're just talking, it's just chirping a little bit, just having a little fun. Um, in front of the the pressers, but um, <clears throat> the one thing that was kind of uh, funny to me was Rasheed Rice puking. Um, but I I love the way he acknowledged it. He said like, "Look, hey man, I don't mind. It's 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 hard work. That's part of the game." Um, and you know, it was just hot out there. Um, even though some people were like, "Well, dude, you're from Texas. You should know the heat." Well, they don't make them practice outside in Texas. It's it's too hot. I mean, some schools probably do, but. SMU, I'm sure they were making them. They were making them practice indoors, so they have air, you know indoor pra- indoor practice. You have air conditioning. You're not out there in the heat like that, <clears throat> and so that's just what it is. But you know, Andy Reid he runs a tough camp. People used to think that Andy Reid ran soft camps or whatnot, but dude, conditioning, conditioning, conditioning in Andy's camps. That's what it is. He he run. He loves to run 15 play drives um and just keep running them running them running them that's just part of it because you you it's it's going to happen in game time that's what he's trying to prepare them for is game time so when he's making them go on these long long drives you know he wants them to be conditioning for that and they're obviously going to do their gassers and darts and all that stuff that you know i obviously had to do one once upon a time the the, the old school you know football conditioning uh drills typical stuff like that so um <clears throat> all right guys when we get back we're going to talk a little bit more training camp highlights what's been going on and we still got to do our positions review with the quarterback and special teams What's good, Chiefs Kingdom? If you guys like this podcast and like what you're listening to, I want you guys to go ahead and give it a five-star rating and a good review. You can find this podcast on all your major audio platforms, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, You guys can go ahead and follow the podcast only on Instagram, and that's at Kingdom Connect. And then you guys can follow me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Big EKC. That's Big EKC. And like I said, go ahead and give this podcast a five-star rating and a really great review. I appreciate you all. All right, Chiefs Kingdom, we are back. Um, Yeah, and like I said, uh, the 
the the vets have reported today you've seen a lot of those guys in um there have been some vets that have already reported uh uh mike edwards he came just because you know he had some stuff to take care of rehab um pacheco came same reason i I believe if you had some nagging injuries you were uh post the report early just to kind of get that stuff already you know taken care of rehabbed uh, before everybody else got there. So, um, you know, they asked Pat a couple questions up there at the presser, you know, what, you know, what do you like to do when you get here? First thing, you know, obviously I, you know, I like to find a way to prank, uh, prank Travis Kelsey. You got to do that. Um, and you know, he's, you know, studying, just doing what he's got to do, just being comfortable. <clears throat> and then he was talking about how, you know, Brittany used to come up there with the kids, but you know, really doesn't have, you know, doesn't have to anymore or, didn't I? He didn't say that. Maybe I made. Maybe that made that part up. Maybe he didn't mention it. Maybe he didn't mention Brittany and the kids. Maybe he did, or did. I can't remember for the full speech. But um, I think he. Uh, I know he was talking about you know pranking Travis Kelsey, um, and just you know having a good time in camp and just you know continuing to get better and moving forward. You know you want to you know, cherish those moments, you know, have fun at the parade. But, you know, once that all that stuff is over, it's it's time to get back to work. You know, you, you're ready to move forward. You know, you're ready to move on to the next one, get ready to win another Super Bowl and then get ready uh, just to, you know, like I said, do it all over again. Andy Reid was asked similar questions, you know, and they asked what do you like to do in his free time. He said, hey, some guys like to uh, – when he say some guys like to read books. And I like to look at plays. That's just what I do. Um, and you know, that's why he's, you know, Andy Reed to me is the best coach in the, in, in the national football league right now. You know, I get, I'm not trying to disrespect Bill Belichick, you know, not what he had, you know, I get, you know, it's, he's done things, but what are you doing now? You know, I, I, am you know, we can't, we can't keep going season. We're not going to keep going seasons of failure. Now, granted, they've made the playoffs, What they've only missed the playoffs like the last two Brady's last year was 2019. They didn't make it in 2020. Um, they missed it in 2020. They made it in 21, and they missed it in 22. So they've only made it the playoffs once since Brady's been since Brady's been gone. And I, you know, if if they continue to miss the playoffs, we're we're not going to just hold on to six championships and keep saying like, okay, well, he's still the greatest court the coach of all. Like, he he's going to be probably listed as that but he's not going to be currently like the best like current coaching at the moment i just i don't know i i maybe it might be just my bias for andy reed and i just think you know getting patrick has allowed him to open up everything because he is no one has been able to just down the knowledge that in the playbook that he he has he he couldn't trust anybody he couldn't trust anybody with the plays that he wanted to design for his playbook. And so that's that's why I think that he's he you know, once he found Pat, it it it, it solidified who he wanted to be and who who he is. And um, that's why we're winning championships now. And obviously just keep going to AFC championships to um, <clears throat> bring more Lombardi's home. <laughs> Um, what else? What else? What's going on? What's going on about training camp? Um, oh, this is uh not really Chiefs related, but kind of just around the league. Um, it's it's about the running backs. Look, 
I do think personally the running backs are getting treated as far as like contracts go. I think that's kind of BS how they have been kind of getting handled lately. But I understand why the league hasn't, because if you look at if you look at the past, I mean, you, you when the when most of these running backs are getting offered these big contracts, they usually get hurt. They usually don't last much long and it just it just never pans out. And when you're getting guys in in late rounds, you know, that are super cheap and, you know, you you see undrafted running backs come in and come out, you know, and how the league has has involved to a pass game. Now, I will say the last year, the, there was a lot more running in the league that we have seen uh, since 2018, 2019. Um, because obviously because of, you know, Pat Mahomes and, and bringing the true, true, you know, air raid, or I want to say air raid, but just, you know, throwing the ball downfield, you know, having four wide out, you know, all attack, all goes and stuff like that. And just having speed and just running up the score. And obviously things have, you know, evolved since then. And um, what was I going to say? Um, I just I, I think if it does shift back to more of a running league or more just balanced, I would say, then you might see a little bit different, you know, story because of, you know, how they might start utilizing running backs. But let's be honest, if you're just a runner, <laughs> they can find multiple of you. And I hate to say that if you're not a guy who's going to be, you know, everywhere, like if you're not a, if you're a guy who's a running back and if you're not a receiver at the same time, wide receiver, then you can't, I don't think you're going to be able to come out and start demanding money. You have to be able to be a pass catcher, a, you know, and obviously a elite runner, because they still need to be able to run the ball. But I, I that's just what it is. Look at McCaffrey. McCaffrey had a well over a thousand yards receiving and uh well over a thousand yards rushing. You know, it was ridiculous. He had ridiculous stats. And he was essentially everything he was everything that uh he was everything that Carolina had. Carolina had absolutely nothing. McCaffrey was like McCaffrey was single-handedly winning them games. And when 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 you have a guy like that, you have to pay a guy like that. But when you have a guy like Saquon Barkley, who is good, but what has Saquon Barkley's past has been? Injuries, missing games, ACL tears, ankle, uh, ankle injuries. You know, he had a really good year this year. But your track record shows injuries. Your track record shows the Giants that, hey, we're, we're scared to dish this money out to you. We're terrified to do it. We do that, and you get hurt. What does this do us? Nothing. And I get it. It's not fair to the player, but it's also not fair to the team. It's, it's just a bad situation. It's just due to how the game has kind of changed. You know, tight ends, tight ends will forever be underpaid. You know, you have tight ends that are wide, you know, are essentially wide receivers. 
I know that, you know, I'm still calling them tight ends respectfully because they still get their hands in the dirt and do what they need to do as a tight end. Um, but they're doing a lot of receiving, you know, being like Travis Kelsey now these days. You know, these guys need to be paid. Travis Kelsey's Travis Kelsey should be getting 40 million a year as as a as a player. You know, he should be eclipsing Tyree Kill at receiving money because of his greatness and what he's been doing for the last what seven consecutive years, thousand yard seasons. And let's be honest, even before that, you know, he had a couple good years. The what 2014 and 2015 were two 800 yard seasons, and those were those were decent years. You know, he showed who he was that elusiveness, kind of you know, the hot he had that hot headedness, but you know, he showed up a little bit who he was. And then obviously from 2016, then on a few years with Alex dishing a thousand yards, and then since then, him and his boy 15, Pat Mahomes. So, um, I don't know. I, I think. If they are going to find a solution, the best thing for them to do, me personally, I think that they should allow running backs, A, to leave college early, be able to leave after one year. Because, look, if colleges are, what, running these running backs down the down the dirt for four years straight, you know, or three to four years straight, and they get, what, well over a 1,000 yards rushing – you know, they're going to be beaten up. And then whenever they get drafted, they what they get utilized up there throughout their whole contract. I don't personally think that I think personally, if you're a running back, you should be elite. But if you do that, that might open up a floodgate where, well, well if running backs are going to want to leave early, then tight ends are going to leave early and then linebackers, are, you know, and honestly, I don't know. I, I get they don't want to do that because football is a different sport. Football is one of those sports that the NFL requires not only you have to be obviously at that level, but the NFL requires maturity. They the NFL is not going to just take 19 year olds and 19, you know, 20 year olds. They're looking for, you know, 22 20 you know 21 22 you know guys that are obviously you know can legally drink essentially um you know they you know they're 20 there are 20 year olds that get drafted i'm not saying there aren't guys that that haven't been drafted young but if you opened up that floodgate you're you're kind of opening up a jar of this not yet maturity and not only just maturity as I don't want to say just as a person, but just maturity as the game, you know, you at that level in college level, you mature more in that game. You know, the more years you put in, um, you know, obviously, if you go to a big school, you know, and you, you stay around the same system, you know, you're going to learn that system a lot more. You know, this is Jalen Daniels is for, you know, this is, off topic this is KU football but Jalen Daniels this is his third year in the offensive system for Lance Leipold he now knows that system because he's been in it for three years he didn't try to you know now the transfer portal kind of did changes things too but you guys get catch my drift um but I think running backs you know that leave college early uh I don't think uh, they should be franchise tagged, at least not twice. That's bullshit. I think franchise tagging anybody twice is bullshit. Um, 
if you're going to take their option out, if you're going to take their option out, you it has to be choice. It has to be player choice. And you have to tell them you you have to basically tell them we're paying. You have to guarantee them a contract either the following year or um, or you have to either guarantee them. You, you have to essentially guarantee them a contract extension if you're going to take their fifth year option out and it has to be their choice or if they choose no if they say no we don't want that because we don't agree with the contract that you're going to offer us then you can then you can the team can have the choice to franchise tag them but you could only do it one time not twice i think that's bs but i think the team i think the 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 uh fifth year option should be player option not team option so the player chooses um but again, you do this, you're gonna have to, you're gonna open up floodgates because other positions are gonna want the same things too, and they're gonna be like, "Well, we don't care that running backs are getting underpaid, even though some players do care, because you know you want to see your brothers get paid. That's just what it is. You want to see you know your fellow you know football guys get paid. Um, so who knows? I mean, it, it kind of makes you wonder for Pacheco when he when his deal comes up. Obviously, Clyde's not gonna get no type of deal. He's gone and. McKinnon's has been here cheapo and Denitra Prince. He's a, you know, he's a rookie too. Um, all right. So we got to get into this position review. I mean, I, I've been kind of stalling a little bit. Um, we don't really need to go much into 15. We already know the greatness of that guy. That guy's amazing. He's, he's on the hunt for another MVP, another Super Bowl season. Let's try to go back to back, baby. Um, one thing is I really, really liked, I really liked the bringing in of Blaine Gabbard. That, that was awesome. Um, I, I, I didn't realize he was available, but you know, just with, you know, oh gosh, um, who was the OC in Tampa, um, left, which when left, which left, or he got fired essentially. Um, and then you had, um, uh, gosh, I'm even losing the chain of thought of the damn defensive coordinator. Um, mm, 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 mm. Uh, you know, yeah, their defensive coordinator. I'm, I, I'm blanking out of his name. I'm gonna freaking look that up right now. I'm, I'm tired of blanking out on freaking names. <laughs> uh, Bucks head coach, Todd Bowles. Jesus, I knew that. Why am I acting crazy, Todd Bowles? Um, you know, yeah, t- you know. Uh, the moment that, you know, those guys, you know, Todd Bowles took over, you know, they're, they were looking for uh, younger quarterbacks Blaine They didn't, they weren't going to have Blaine Gabbard start and Blaine Gabbard wasn't going to want to back up those guys. He knew he Blaine wants to go to a winning sit to back up a winning situation. That's what he wants to do. Tasting that time uh, thing being behind be uh, tasting that energy being behind Tom. And then obviously them winning a Super Bowl. Hey, they're coming against us, but um that that was nice for him to come over here and you know learning Andy's system. This will be a first time playing under Andy Reid. Um, he's played for a lot of systems and obviously just backup Pat. That's it's gonna be a cool room. I mean, just the you know Pat, you know Tom uh, Blaine being behind Tom, gathering that knowledge, being around that personality, um, going to that room with Pat. Um, you still have Bouchelle in there, and then obviously Nagy. Well, he's not the quarterback coach no more, but he's the OC, and he's going to be still still extremely involved. Um, 
yeah, it's it's going to be a cool room. And, you know, Shane Bouchelle, he's obviously going to be the third string. We all know. Um, I hate that he's still kind of getting held hostage because he might have some – he could have some opportunities somewhere, but it's it's just what it is. But they, they have said that, hey, we're going to have third, third – you know, but he could get cut. Chris Galuacan could be the third string, uh, however you s- say it, Oladokun, however you say his name. Um they they're going to be battling it out, but it's one of those things like, Hey, you know, they're, they're going to carry three because of the new rule. And the moment that that happened to the Niners in the, uh, in the, the playoffs, they, they, that, that was bad. So they, they implemented that rule. Um, and again, Chris Oladikin uh, or however you say his name, he's, uh, probably most likely going to be the fourth string, um, and practice squad guy because since they will suit up three quarterbacks this year, um, that's kind of pretty much the quarterback review. Not too much to say because the main guy is 15, and we already know the love for Pat Patrick Mahomes. You know, our 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 MVP, SB's best male athlete, the guy. Pat is a fucking superstar. He's a, he's a fucking he's the fucking dude. All right, special teams, Harrison Bucker. I hope that things are a lot better this year. I know the injury happened last year and that sucked, um, but he was spot on the playoffs because Bucker in the playoffs, he's money. He is money maker in the playoffs. That's just who he is. But regular season, man, he makes you sometimes want to punch a wall. It's like with the missed PATs and stuff. And again, that was sometime with the holds, you know, the old issue with Dustin Colquitt and stuff. Um, but they seem like they got that down. Him and Tommy Townsend have been working on that. Um, you still got James Winchester long snapping it to them. Um, he's been in the game, been with us for a minute. Um, but Bucker, he's money in the playoffs. He's won us games, and I, I hope that, you know, he comes out firing and strong uh, as he's been doing the last few years next year. And I don't care about that personal, his personal life, man. That's his personal life. He, he does him. Uh, he's there to play football. He's a kicker for the national fo- in the National Football League for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. Um, I, I wish he could get an all-pro as a kicker. That'd be dope because our punter isn't all-pro, and uh, we we paid him a little bit. Hopefully, we can kind of dish him out, keep dishing. We can dish him a decent contract next year um, if he puts out another all. <laughs> he puts out another all all-pro season. That would be. That'd be great because uh, he he was booting the fuck out of the ball last year. He was really great at really great at his punts last year, and that that's who he is. You know the holding with the the PATs. Yes, that that shit in the field goals probably need that that need to tighten up. But he, it's not like it's that's who he is. He's a punter. Um, and you know, like I said, Winchester, he's been he's been snapping to the guys for a minute now. He was snapping to Colquitt. He was snapping um, to Santos uh, and other guys that have you know came before Bucker like that. So, what the heck? Oh. Sorry, apologize. Something just felt weird in my shoe. Oh, something breaking off my um, shoes are breaking apart. Gosh, dang it. Um, anyways, 
on to Dave Tobe. Um, Dave Tobe, he's going to keep it real. Uh, that's just who he is. He he takes pride in his special teams. Andy Reid appreciates that. And he's assistant head coach. That's just who he is. Um, and he's going to be all – he's going to be no holds barred. And that's just what Dave Tobe's about. Um, and I understand that some of the rules have been changed on special teams. That's just how the league has been. They'll find a way to adjust. But he's been talking about uh, Nazi Johnson – uh, Nick Jones, those guys are going to be the gunners. Najee Johnson was like actually one of the best gunners in the league last year, um, and that's why he's going to have him at that position. He's a true special teamer, and that's how he's going to play. Um, and Nick Jones probably will get a lot of special teams play as a gunner too. So, And, you know, you'll have a linebacker out there. Jack Cochran uh, was really good on special teams last year, and they'll probably have him play that role um, if he doesn't get beat out by any other linebacker. So. All right, that's pretty much the special teams reviews. Quarterback special teams review pretty easy, and that's pretty much every – that's all the positions. So there's no more position review. I uh, Like I said, we did that same as last year uh, going into training camp. Um, and uh, coming episodes, we'll probably start talking about, you know, just what's going on in training camp and, uh, you know, obviously the highlights and action and what's been going on. And, um, you know, they only have one cut day. That's going to be crazy to cut everybody in on one day and trying to evaluate that way. It's going to be hard, but that's just what they have to do now with the new, the new rule system. Uh, but uh, it's it's going to be great. We're going to keep up with things. Preseason's going to start, obviously, at some point. We'll have our first preseason game. Um, I think we only play – I think we only play one home, and I think that's – not until our last game. I think our first two preseason games are away. So um, I'll have to look at the preseason schedule. I don't remember. Um, training camp, me and uh, me and Cass are going to try to go next weekend. Not this coming weekend, but uh, even though it's the first weekend training camp, we're going to go to the following weekend. Uh, it's going to be crazy every day, but we're going to we're just trying to not go. We're trying to let the crowd, the bulk of the crowds, you know, get over. But it's it's training camp. It's going to be crazy no matter what. That's just what it is. We we are an awesome fan base. I love our fan base. Chiefs Kingdom, we're, we're amazing. We're the best. They could keep hating on us. Bengals, they can fucking keep hanging on us. Fuck them clowns. Um, they... <laughs> Those fucking clowns, dude. They, I've never seen a team in a fan base that that you would have thought they won seven championships by now. They run their mouths so damn much, and they they, they brag about appearances. Three appearances, all three losses. Doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. No Lombardis. You ain't got shit. Mahomes is going to keep stacking them for us, and Burroughs, is, he's going to keep watching it. He's a talented quarterback. I don't really like some of the cockiness. I just it, it's cockiness. It's it's not. It's it you know you I don't buy it. I don't buy it into any of it. He's talented. That's just what really matters and I I give him that respect, but I don't buy into I, the to the the whole trying to he just he's just like a poser in my opinion. It just doesn't it doesn't feel authentic. That's just what it is just doesn't feel authentic but you know what i don't give a shit he plays for that team this if they don't do something this year they gotta start paying guys it's not gonna last long and they were prematurely in a super bowl um and they should have won that when they had the chance so that's just what it is 
Well, that's pretty much the episode, guys. I have nothing else to talk about. Um, and, you know, until we start getting more content with training camp and uh, stuff, we'll start trying to dish these episodes out. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to cover the preseason like I did. I did last year. I just went through all the games, let all the games played, and then I got one episode out and did the whole preseason preview. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do like a if I'm going to do a preview and a review of the each preseason game. I might, you know, I might actually do it that way just to kind of give myself a little bit of a warm up before getting into the season group of getting two episodes out a week because I got to get started used to doing that. It's been nice not having to, you know, having to get things out, kind of, you know, space them out a little bit more. It's been uh, nice giving myself a little bit of a break um, from the mic, even though I do miss it. I do love getting out there and getting these episodes out with you guys because I love talking about my uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I just love talking football um, and obviously our favorite team, the Kansas City Chiefs, reigning and defending Super Bowl champions. And with that being said, the connect is always real.